Chapter 20 Give me liberty or give me death. A human named Patrick Henry said that. I wonder if the Yerks knew before they came to conquer Earth that humans said things like that. I wonder if the Yerks knew what they were getting into. From the Earth Diary of Eximile Esgeruth Isthal We call it the Law of Ciro's Kindness, I said. We were in the woods where I live, the woods of the planet called Earth. Two days had passed since the terrible events in the meadow. I had thought a great deal in those two days. I had thought about everything. Then I had asked my human friends if they would join me. What's it mean? Rachel asked. She was standing with her arms crossed. I believe it was an expression of skepticism. It means that we are not allowed to transfer advanced technology to any other race, I explained. It is a very important law. One of our most important laws. You don't want any competition, Marco said. You Andalites want to be able to stay on top. I understand that. But we humans are on your side. We're the ones being taken over. Marco, Prince Jake said, chill. Let Axe tell his own story. Ciro was a great Andalite. A warrior. A scientist. He... He was in charge of the first Andalite expedition to the Yerk homeworld. I saw my human friends stiffen. Tobias flitted to a lower branch, drawing closer. Ciro felt sorry for the Yerks. They were an intelligent species. They used a primitive species called Geds as hosts. But the Geds were nearly blind, clumsy, not very useful. The Yerks had never even seen the stars let alone been able to leave their own planet. Ciro felt sorry for them. Ciro was a kind, decent Andalite. Oh my god, Cassie whispered. That's the big secret. That's the shame the Andalites are hiding. What? Rachel asked. What's the big secret? Ciro gave the Yerks advanced technology, didn't he? Cassie asked. I nodded. Ciro thought the Yerks should be able to travel to the stars, as we did. At first, it seemed like the right thing to do. But then, a species called the Nahara. By the time we found out, it was too late. The entire species was enslaved by the Yerks. Then came the hork the Taxons, and other planets. Other races were falling to the Yerk Empire. They spread like a disease. Millions, billions of free people have been enslaved or destroyed by the Yerks because of Ciro, because of us, because of the Andalites. For a while, no one spoke. I knew what to expect. These humans had first seen Andalites as heroes. Then they had come to be suspicious. Now I had just confirmed their suspicions. Now they would see that Andalites were not the great saviors of the galaxy. Elfingor broke the law of Ciro's kindness, though, right? Marco pointed out. Yes, but I will take the blame for him. Elfingor was a great hero. His name would be destroyed. I am a nobody. I have taken the blame. If I help you, and you humans become a new race of conquerors, if you become the new Yerk someday... My people will talk about Aximile's kindness. 
and I'll be the one who goes down in history as the new example of a fool. I saw Rachel make a small smile and shake her head. Marco rolled his eyes. He said, Man, I was really getting into disliking you, Axe. I was confused. I expected them to be furious. Instead, they were each smiling. Don't you understand? Your world is threatened by the Yerks because of my people. Prince Jake nodded. Yes, we understand, Axe. A long time ago, someone tried to be nice, and it was a disaster. The zero person tried to be a good guy. He hoped all the different people of the galaxy would get along, that we'd all go to the stars together. Yes, and the end result was terrible. Axe, you don't stop hoping just because it doesn't always work out, Cassie said. You get more careful. You get wiser, maybe. But you keep hoping. Look, Axe. Prince Jake said. We don't want you to give us any Andalite technology. We don't want you to break your laws. We just want you to trust us. Tell us the truth. Be one of us. You aren't alone, Axe, Cassie said softly. Maybe we aren't your people, but we are your friends. Your boy Ciro wasn't wrong, Marco said. He just hooked up with the wrong species. We aren't the Yerks. We're homo sapiens, Jack. Humans. Andalites want someone to cruise the stars with them? We're the ones. You bring the spaceships. We'll bring the raisinets and cinnamon buns. You'll do more than that, I said. You learn very quickly. Someday you may be greater than the Andalites. No, Prince Jake said, because whatever we learn, you'll learn. We'll do it together. Human and Andalite. Andalite and human. It isn't possible, I said. We are two different species, from two different worlds, a billion Earth miles apart. Axeman? Tobias said. Tell me, what does an Andalite want most? What is it you guys are fighting for? For freedom, of course, I said. And what do we humans want most? Tobias asked. Freedom, Prince Jake said. Freedom, Rachel said, nodding her head. Freedom! Freedom! said Marco and Cassie together. Freedom, Tobias said. Different bodies, different species, maybe. But who cares? We agree on what matters. For a few minutes, I said nothing. I guess I felt a little overwhelmed. Then I realized something that made me laugh. See? It is happening already, I said. What? Rachel asked. You humans are already teaching Andalites something new, I said. You're right. We fight the same battle for the same goal. The Andalites on your homeworld may not like that idea, Rachel said. No, they won't. They have their laws and customs. They think they know what's right. If I ever go home, I'll have a lot to explain. Maybe so, Tobias said. But I know one Andalite who would have been proud of you. Are you with us? Prince Jake asked. Yes, Prince Jake, I said. Don't call me Prince. Yes, Prince Jake, I said again. All right, Marco said, rubbing his hands together. Now that's over with. And now that we are finally all leveling and telling the truth, I think we have one very big question for you, Axe. One huge question that will put our new friendship to the test. One gigantic question.
Everyone nodded in agreement. What? I asked nervously. How? 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 Do you eat without a mouth? Marco demanded. I laughed. We eat as we run. Our hooves crush the grass, and the nutrients are absorbed into our systems. We drink in the same way, by putting a hoof into water. Ah, so that's what the whole thing is with the morning ritual, when you stick a hoof in the water, Tobias said. Morning ritual? What morning ritual? Rachel asked. Yeah, tell us, Cassie said. Okay, I agreed. I will tell you everything. Everything I know. I looked directly at Tobias as I said that. I met his fierce, intense, hawk's gaze. I wanted him to understand that I would answer his question as well. The question I knew must be burning inside him. But the question never came, and I heard in my mind an echo of Tobias's words. Different bodies, different species, maybe. But who cares? We agree on what matters. Neither I nor my shorm Tobias is capable of smiling. But just the same, there are times when we look at each other and understand each other and smile.